It's World Diabetes Day 2020 and on this occasion I had to get two of India's foremost consultant diabetologists to have a conversation with me and I'm very pleased to welcome onto the show Dr. Purvi Chavla and Dr. Manoj Chavla, they're consultant diabetologists and directors both of them at the Lena Diabetes Care and the Mumbai Diabetes Research Center right here in Mumbai City. Wonderful to see you Dr. Purvi, how are you? Great and I'm so happy and uh, you know excited to be on the show. I've been listening to you at times. I can say I've been going to work just to listen to you while driving. Very happy to be here. Rishi. That's very kind of you. Thank you very much. Uh, Dr. Manoj, I hope the, the family, extended family is all safe and healthy. That's a, the most important question we need to ask each other in this pandemic. Yes, morning Vishikesh and, and wonderful to be on the show. Well, everybody's doing well and uh, fortunately uh, most of us survived the last eight months. So glad, glad to be here. And and uh, have this conversation you know medical practitioners don't have it as easy as us you know people in the media we can still sit in our study and get by with doing interviews conducting programs and things like that but you've had to go out there which is why my respect for any medical practitioner has really gone up manifold during this crisis let's come to the focus of our discussion which is diabetes both of you have been practicing for so many years and obviously you've noticed a change in patterns of diabetes in this country what would those changes be something that comes foremost to your mind dr manoj yeah so well in diabetes as we understand uh, in fact the word pandemic that we use now for covid has been used often for diabetes over the last several years it's widespread the numbers are on the rise but there are some typical differences that we see in the indian population and unfortunately those aren't great markers of what is happening the population with diabetes in india is much younger so it's at least a decade younger than what we see in the western population more younger people are developing this kind of type 2 diabetes which was earlier seen in people beyond the fifth decade for us now coming across a 25 year old a 30 year old with type 2 diabetes it's just not surprising anymore and it's not necessarily that these guys are obese or physically inactive we still don't completely understand all the factors but one of the changes that we've seen is younger people getting it problem extending across the economic strata so there is no earlier this was believed to be the disease of the rich not anymore we would see this as much as in a cart puller a rickshaw driver as in somebody who's living in a high-rise building so we've seen this change happening much earlier people across the strata getting it but also importantly some positive benefits the awareness has improved so people nowadays are screening for diabetes much more they're getting themselves checked be it through routine uh, checks and screenings or detection camps which are organized uh, especially on occasion of World Diabetes Day. So we've seen people getting more aware about the disease, people getting more aware about their fitness and, and the need to maintain good health. So there have been some positive changes, but at the same time, uh, as I said, people, younger and younger people, they're getting this disease and who are largely asymptomatic. Uh, they have no symptoms. It's just on a routine check that they realize that the sugars are on the high numbers. Uh, Dr. Purvi, that's a very interesting point and I, I completely agree with him. Irrespective of what economic strata you belong to, we had a domestic health you know a young domestic help who is diabetic and uh, you know th there's obviously cause for concern that a lot of these people are asymptomatic so what would you like to send out as a message for everybody who's asymptomatic and says ah, I have nothing to worry about the symptoms haven't started showing up so what happens is I think if you uh, first of all different age groups come up with their own uh, risk levels I think currently and I would just like to add before I answer your question uh, now I just want to add to Manoj's answer that I think the new onset diabetes after COVID infection is also taking toll right now and uh, that's becoming an emerging identity and you know we are 
learning how to deal with that uh, because some of the cases where steroids have been used we've seen new onset diabetes but even without that we are seeing a lot of uh, diabetes post covid infections so this year has brought its own challenges in terms of increasing number of diabetes patients post covid 19 the other thing which you said about symptoms i think uh, it's always fair and um, uh, always reasonable to screen almost every year after your 40 years of age in men and women at least annual screening should be done along with uh, not only hba1c which is a three month average that we ask for but also the fasting and post blood sugars or an oral glucose tolerance test but we must also not rule it out completely in the young adolescents or in the 20s when you know when we come across these kind of patients who might have risk factors like either they are overweight obese or physically inactive and right now with the pandemic i can see almost everybody just sitting perched on the seats for hours together in front of the computer screens yes that also can lead to diabetes so i think uh, it's just fair that we screen often in younger patients and then at least annually in patients above 40 94.3 For those of you who've just joined this conversation, it's a World Diabetes Day special. Dr. Poori Chawla and Dr. Manoj Chawla from uh, the Lena Diabetes Care and uh, Mumbai Diabetes Research Center are with us. Just some added credits. Uh, Dr. Poori is also co-investigator global national clinical trials at the BSCS Municipal General Hospital. And as far as Dr. Manoj is concerned, he's also coordinated a department of diabetology at the Asian Heart Institute at Bandra Kurla. The next logical question would concern COVID, Dr. Manoj. Dr. Purvi just mentioned that these have been tricky times. How have persons with diabetes actually managed COVID and diabetes, the double bomb, as it were? I think it's it's been worrisome times for people with diabetes, and and then I'll quickly just refer to that, Rishikesh. I think there's a move amongst uh, at least the physician fraternity to call our persons or patients with diabetes as as persons with diabetes and not term them as diabetic, so to say. So there's there's this move, and that's uh, a that's, a, that's, yes. a, that's a good thing. <coughs> that's an, yes. So what's been happening? is of course because of the correlation or news about uh, people with diabetes or hypertension being more vulnerable to poor outcomes post the covid infection um, everybody of course has realized that and and what we started seeing um, since the beginning of the lockdown was uh, people trying to get in touch with us a lot of our patients were not seen us for last couple of years and were just managing on their own obviously now worried about their levels and numbers uh, and trying to get in touch uh, to improve their numbers and uh, in fact a lot of those patients have actually managed to do well in fact when the lockdown started there were a lot of reports coming in based on some models in the past about other pandemics and other natural disasters as to how people with diabetes will uh, you know worsen in their control their sugars and their hba1c will go up so interestingly we as we observed things when the patients started coming back puri and myself at our center decided to undertake a study uh, to look at actually what is happening uh, post the kind of unlockdown so after the first 3 months post first june when the first unlock was announced uh, we started keeping a track of the patients who started coming back to us or consulting us through the video consults and online consults and interestingly we found that almost 70% of our patients or those people with diabetes have actually done better in terms of their metabolic numbers their blood sugars their uh, blood pressure and those who could give us the weight or where we could check the weight so interestingly people got more aware uh, because of the scare around this disease and the correlation and started taking better care 
of course a lot of them also had more time on hand the traveling was not happening the outside food was not happening uh, people were more conscious the families were together there was probably a more happiness uh, quotient i'm sure some were troubled as well about spending that much time indoors so so interestingly uh, these are the things that we saw happening over the last few months also it must be wonderful that you can now dr purvi aid your patients with uh, the latest technology there have been so many advancements in the field of diabetes management and you know persons with diabetes now can reach out and you can offer them a host of measures a slew of measures you want to take us through those technological advancements please absolutely my delight i was just going to add that you know this pandemic was different from all the previous pandemics because we've seen this technological wave that has you know kind of usurp all over, around and i think this uh, these advances and the better awareness was what and again through different media like yourself i think people were made aware that you know if you have hypertension diabetes or heart disease then you must actually take help or seek help uh, at the earliest and get that under control in these pandemic times so i think one of the boons was uh, having a glucose meter at home or just being able to buy that i mean uh, the first testing for blood glucose was probably you know tasting of the urine to see whether it was sweet or not so many decades ago and today here we are you know where there are sensors that can just sense your blood glucose and you can transmit that data to you know your parents sitting across the world or your caregiver sitting in a different city and you know you can be managed remotely so that has been an absolute boon and a blessing for you know it has not limited our life it has not restricted us in fact it has given us wings so that's one of the major and commonly used technologies and there are even more uh, there's even more stuff coming up and i think uh, manoj can add to that because uh, we both are part of this wonderful association called rssdi and he is part of the technology task force over there so i'll yeah you want to add to that technology Yeah what has happened is there are these technologies uh, called as continuous glucose monitoring devices which are now widely available for patients to use which gives them uh, an insight into their sugar movement throughout the day on a continuous basis there of course are the use of insulin pumps uh, these are largely meant for people with type 1 diabetes who are insulin dependent and of course the use of connected glucose meters so when i say connected those using glucose meters now uh, these are connected with apps on the individual users phone and they can also be connected to your uh, doctor's clinic so for us a lot of our patients who are using particular glucose meters their data is connected with the software in our system and we are able to track that also interestingly rishikesh the fact that we were able to help patients even earlier through telecalls mails and online consults this wasn't actually approved in india so it was only in 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 april this year post the lockdown that the ministry of health and family welfare actually formulated the telemedicine guidelines wow. and 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 made it ethical and right and legal for all clinicians across to use these norms and means of of online consults and helping patients so that's that's been a very positive move by this government again uh, validating the need for such a use in these times and i think that's been a boon for many patients uh, across the country and the world today 94.3 radio 1
Thank you for joining us on our World Diabetes Day special. I'm in conversation with Dr. Manoj Chavla and Dr. Purvi Chavla. They're directors and consultant diabetologists at the Lena Diabetes Care and Mumbai Diabetes Research Center. Other than that, he's uh, Dr. Manoj is an honorary diabetologist at SL Raheja Fortis in Mahim. Also honorary visiting faculty at the DY Patil Institute of Medical Sciences in Navi, Mumbai. And Dr. Purvi is organizing secretary Women in Diabetes 2020 and an organizing committee member in the CID over the last three years, which is 2018, 2019, as well as 2020. On the 20th, which is a week from now, we are also going to celebrate World Hypoglycemia Awareness Day. A lot of people are still in the dark. What is hypoglycemia and uh, the relevance of World Hypoglycemia Awareness Day? Dr. Manoj. Well, yes, hypoglycemia in, in simple terms is lowered blood sugar or the blood sugar is dropping low. Now, when we treat our patients with diabetes or manage diabetes, the biggest limitation uh, when we use certain drugs for doing that is the blood sugars dropping too low or excess action of the medications and, and hence excess exercise or poor eating by the patient and the blood sugars going low. Now, that's an acute emergency in diabetes when the blood sugars go low. People can have sweating, giddiness, excess hunger, tremors. If they don't eat or realize, they may even faint and go unconscious. Now, that is hypoglycemia. And what we are trying to do through this drive is increase the awareness about the possibility of hypoglycemia so that patients, families, the population in general uh, gets to be more aware about this limitation about the treatment, this possibility. And more importantly, once you are aware, the, the need to take care about when this happens. So simple aspects of keeping glucose gels, glucose tablets, glucose powders, and of course, uh, a glucose meter so that you are immediately able to check the sugar when such symptoms happen in a person with diabetes and take immediate action. So towards that, we decided that 20th November, which happens to be the date of birth of uh, uh, Dr. James Collip, who was one of the co-founders uh, of uh, insulin discovery about 100 years back. Wow. So, so, so this dates back, uh, there were four co-discoverers of, of insulin who got the Nobel Award also for the same. One of them, the larger uncelebrated one was Dr. James Collip, who in fact for the first time described the concept of hypoglycemia in his earlier experiments when they injected the pancreatic extract taken from the dog uh, uh, in the experiments and realized that when they were doing this in rabbits, the rabbit went into low sugar and convulsed, etc. They, they described this phenomenon as hypoglycemia. Manoj, I, I, I don't know if you did read about that, but uh, he was able to rescue the rabbits uh, from hypoglycemia as well. So not just that he, you know, discovered Experimented. hypoglycemia or that phenomena but he even rescued the dog that's a very important point otherwise you know people you know at PETA would have been very disturbed <laughs> by so I'm yeah. glad you clarified that's that true. no our phone lines would have started ringing I ringing. You. this was of course a hundred years back yeah <laughs> this was of course a hundred years back but uh, of course yeah th this is how the entire thing was discovered so uh, we, we we run this uh, association of diabetologists in Mumbai called the United Diabetes Forum uh, of which I'm the founder president and with many other colleagues so we decided to start this drive uh, uh, towards the movement called HOPE, which is hypoglycemia prevention and education. And then we celebrate the 20th of November every year as World Hypoglycemia Awareness Day. Nice. And we've conducted so many programs, you know, with physicians, uh, with uh, general practitioners and other doctors who take care of patients with diabetes. Uh, we conducted several programs uh, around this day and on this day to, you know, kind of increase uh, the awareness of hypoglycemia 
management and everything around it so we have been paying our tribute to that and we want this movement to you know have a ripple effect and uh, more and more people to take initiative in doing so i'm going to ask you to just explain two technical terms for me you know either one of you can take that or maybe you know one each one is hba1c and the other is tir which i understand is time and range so please explain we, uh, we can take the hba1c and i'll take the tir <laughs> <laughs> sure so hba1c is nothing but glycosylated hemoglobin where uh, glucose is uh, you know kind of attached to your hemoglobin uh, moiety and that's what uh, gives us the average blood sugar for the last 3 months of course there are some considerations like uh, you know it reflects best what happened in the last 2 to 4 weeks it can change in certain conditions like anemia or whether hemoglobin itself is deranged Uh, so those kind of conditions obviously occur, but by and large, it's a it's the gold standard of uh, measuring average glycemia or blood glucose, and uh, it's always you know we 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 want the entire perspective. It's no longer about just fasting sugars or uh, post lunch sugars or post dinner, but we want this third parameter called HbA1c to actually figure out how the levels of blood glucose have been maintained in the patient. for the last few months and most of the guidelines around the world as well as our very own guidelines from india also uh, stratify treatment management or uh, you know the risk of the patient around this particular parameter so it's a very well researched parameter as well as a very uh, and well standardized now over the years then tir very widely used we explain the hba1c and and in general the target hba1c for all patients is to be ideally kept below 7 percent there would be some specific uh, where we would want it higher or lesser but in general less than 7 percent now as hba1c is a more established metric uh, for overall glucose control there's been a new metric which is emerging which is called as time in range time in range simply refers to the amount of time an individual is spending within a 24 hour period within a pre specified range of glucose for most of the people this recommended range is to stay between 70 to 180 now this is a of course for people with diabetes and we would want them to be spending at least more than 70% of the time in a day within this range of 70 to 180 we would like them to be spending lesser than 25 to 30% if at all above the 180 blood sugar range and less than 5% again if at all in the low sugar range which is below 70 so time in range is today emerging as uh, as a concept to again look as to how our patients with diabetes uh, are doing in terms of their sugar movement through the day If you have to simplify that further, you know, HbA1c is like it's like a snapshot or a picture, and TIR is more of something derived from a video. That's very lucidly explained. It's a wonderful analogy. <laughs> Today, the fourteenth of November is World Diabetes Day, and twentieth of November, a week from now, is World Hypoglycemia Awareness Day. And to raise awareness. on both these special days i'm in conversation with dr purvi chavla and dr manoj chavla the directors and consultant diabetologists at the lena diabetes care and mumbai diabetes research center other than that dr manoj is also honorary diabetologist at the mahavir medical research center in khar and honorary diabetologist at the arogyanidhi hospital in veliparle west and dr purvi is a consultant for pharma majors she's on advisory boards and uh, delves into product and clinical development now who should be screened for diabetes it's a very basic question but perhaps one of the most important questions 
Dr. Manoj. Uh, when you look at people from India, we come into a high risk group just by our ethnicity. So ideally, everybody above the age of 40 should be screened at least uh, annually or once in two years is, is the general recommendation. But I would actually go beyond that because of the changing trend that we are seeing in India. Much younger people been detected. Of course, even people today at 25, 30 undergoing stress related to work or other aspects or unhealthy eating habits and so on and so forth. Checking a blood sugar today with the ease of glucose meters available or across is, is absolutely simple. So I think this should be extended to probably every adult to check their blood sugars to realize how they are doing. In fact, I would love to use this medium to even start a campaign which would say this Diwali get your sugars checked. So um, it's as simple. Um, you know, you go everywhere today. Unfortunately, everybody would have a neighbor, a friend, a family friend, or somebody having diabetes and the means or access to a glucose meter. Well, let's start doing that, and we will be amazed to see that the number of people who never had issues with sugars, realizing that they are either borderline high or they are already there in terms of uh, being a person with diabetes, and the need to then start changing their lifestyle and habits or even take medications. So there is really no barrier. It's a simple test; doesn't cost much. Those were the arguments in the past that is it cost effective and so on. It really doesn't cost anything, and a lot of associations today would just keep the booths and would be happy to do free screening for the population. So I think every time you. You get a chance. The general population at large should be screened at least once a year or once every two years. Doctor Purvi, uh, you know the jury is out on what kind of diet one should have. I mean, dietitians also differ in their opinion. Where do you come from? Because you deal with people with diabetes all the time, and also from a larger perspective, many small meals in a day or. three main meals in a day like i said you know there are two conflicting points of view and these are all famous dietitians some of them say no you know the small meal theory is all bunkers you've got to have your breakfast your lunch and dinner and people on the other side say no no it's got to be small meals let's have the medical uh, opinion on this this is my absolute favorite area of uh, research and management also i think diabetes is so fundamentally connected with food and what we eat that you just cannot delink the two unfortunately medical training is not encompassing currently a lot of uh, fundamentals on diet they just give you a broad you know outline and uh, one has to make a very conscious effort to actually educate themselves on uh, diet and nutrition etc because we largely were used to leaving that completely to the dietitians completely the main thing is that there are so many hundreds of diets out there and trust me most of them work if they are at least scientifically devised the most important part is that you get a medical you know a medical person or a trained or qualified nutritionist to actually give you advice on what is good for you today no one diet fits all you might be responding better to several meals a day you know small meals a day and somebody else with your same structure may respond better to you know having eating just once a day so there are tons of myths around diet and um, you know exercise or diet and just what works and what doesn't if it's scientifically designed everything works for a short time but it must be given by a medical medically qualified person or a nutritionist who is well qualified and not just a celebrity nutritionist and is well experienced as well and the other important thing is that sustenance of a good diet is very important if you are able to adhere to any of the diets that have worked for you 
then that is the best diet for you and things again evolve over time so nothing works for a long time as well you have to keep changing your strategy in case you're trying to lose weight or you're trying to even maintain that that's worthy advice dr manoj let's sign off with the theme of this world diabetes day this year today the 14th of november 2020 so the theme for this year for world diabetes day which is uh, given out by the international diabetes federation is diabetes and the nurse and i think that's that's extremely important to drive which is making us realize that nurses form almost 50% of the healthcare workers in, in any country including india and today a nurse diabetes educator or nurses who are trained a little more to understand about diabetes and help in the management and prevention of diabetes are going to play a huge role in our country as well in terms of helping patients with diabetes be it the correct use of glucose meters the insulin techniques the way to take medications a little bit of advice about uh, physical activity understanding hypoglycemia taking action when it happens and so on and so forth so nurses today are a very integral part a uh, very integral part of of uh, what we do and in fact we are glad that our center over the last 7 years puri and me have been running the national diabetes educator program which is again training a lot of nurses as well as nutritionists and dietitians in the diabetes educator program which which helps them uh, you know work with us or work at other centers or hospitals across the country and and be a part of the diabetes care team because it's so important to have a team today as no individual alone would be able to help our patients so diabetes and nurse uh, is the theme we we respect our nurses for what they've been doing in, in these times of covid and we want them to be an integral part not only in the acute management of disease but in helping us manage the chronic problems or chronic diseases like diabetes hypertension and dyslipidemia wonderful for all of you if you're looking for the chavlas is lena diabetes care and mumbai diabetes research center the lena is an l i n a as opposed to a w so l i n a is what you need to search for uh, if the numbers pop up you can fix your appointment and uh, be rest assured that you're in great hands dr manoj chavla dr purvi chavla happy world diabetes day to you uh, once again and thank you for your valuable time this is truly an informative and insightful conversation thank you vishy thank, thank you so you much Rishi for having thank you for having us here thank you and wishing all the listeners a very happy world diabetes day stay fit stay healthy Yes. Yes, and upcoming hypoglycemia awareness day as well.